Section 9 of The Artist or Young Ladies Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc. by B. F. Gandhi. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Japan Painting, Lesson 2 Well, Ellen, I suppose you have not had any great difficulty with this work. Indeed, I fear I have entirely spoiled my screen, unless it can all be cleaned off and done over again. In the first place, the outline slipped before I had finished tracing it, and when I took off the tracing paper, I perceived part of the outline was higher than the rest. This error I soon altered, by clearing off the tracing with a silk handkerchief and doing it again. Then I found I could not carry the raising from the bottle to the screen without letting it fall, and in the endeavor to remove the drops which fell I did not succeed, so that it has left a soiled appearance. Then I am not pleased with the irregular surface of the raising and the very rough outline, particularly in the divisions. Can anything be done to correct it? While I agree with you that it is not so even as it should be, I do not think it so bad as to make it necessary to remove the whole. By rubbing lightly with the fingers over the surface of the raised parts, it will make them considerably smoother than they now are, and if a little spirits of turpentine, on a soft piece of rag, be carefully applied to the marks where the raising fell, it will entirely remove them, only it must be made thoroughly dry afterwards, and as all the raised pieces are to be covered with gold, the uneven outline will be much less seen than at present but as occasion may arise when you will wish to clear off the whole and do it again it will be as well to mention that in such a case i take off the principal pieces of raising with a palette knife and remove the remainder with a soft rag dipped in spirits of turpentine afterwards rubbed dry with a silk handkerchief but as this will in some degree dim the polished surface it may be restored by rubbing all over it with the palm of the hand a small quantity of lard which can be taken off by dipping the hand on flour and rubbing away the lard the gilding you have so desired to see will now engage my attention i put a small quantity of vermilion into the ink slab with the tip of the palette knife then put three or four drops of spirits of turpentine onto it and mix it well with a camel-hair pencil, that no gritty particles may be left. To this I add three or four brushes full of gold size, and mix the whole. If it should be too thick to work pleasantly, it may be thinned by adding more turpentine. I shall commence by applying the bronzes. I would just mention that, if the mixture of gold size and turpentine has been prepared for an hour or two before it is used, it will work more pleasantly and be more adhesive. I now paint carefully over any of the flat part of the drawing that I intend to cover with bronze, and as soon as it is dry enough, I dip a clean dry brush into the bronze, or powder, and with a light touch scatter it on the paint, and afterwards, with a piece of wadding dipped on the bronze, rub over it to make it brighter. The paint should be adhesive, but not wet, when the bronze is applied, and to ascertain this, I put my finger lightly on it, and if it feels sticky, without coming off onto the finger, 
it is in a proper state to receive the bronze. When fresh mixed, it will be sufficiently dry in five minutes after it has been put on to receive the bronze. After it has been mixed a few hours, it will take half an hour to set before the gilding can be applied. Where gold leaf is to be put on, it must be done sooner than the bronze. In fact, the paint must be very sticky, or it will occasion considerable trouble. To cut the gold leaf to the size wanted, I either put it on a gilder's cushion or cut it in the book. I take the palette knife and place it on the leaf where I wish to cut it, and draw it to and fro gently to saw it apart. It must not be touched with the hand, lest it should stick to it. I carefully avoid any wind or breath going towards it, as it is so light it will fly away in an instant. The knife must not be a sharp one, lest it cut the paper or leather as well as the gold. I recommend you to be exceedingly careful in handling the leaf gold, for the least pressure, jerk or movement will disturb and spoil it. After being cut to the size required, I take it up with the tip, lay it gently on the paint and smooth it down with a soft camel hair pencil. The tip must be previously prepared with a little butter or sweet oil to make the gold adhere to it. Put a small piece of butter on a plate and rub it about well, then draw the points of the tip over it several times and it will be sufficiently adhesive. If it has too much butter, the gold will not come off easily when applied to the size. If too little, it will drop off the brush in carrying it from the book to the paint. You will find this somewhat troublesome at first, on account of the extreme nicety required in handling it. A few trials, however, will give you entire command over it. I should be afraid the leaves of gold under the one you cut on the book would be marked with the pressure of the knife, and not be so even as before. Have you not found that to be the case, Charlotte? Yes, with careless hands the gold under will be very much disturbed, and, consequently, some of it will be wasted. But this can only be occasioned by rude handling or unnecessary pressure. The reason I recommend you to cut on the book is because you will find that the less difficult plan at first. To take a leaf of gold out of the book and place it on the leather cushion, you must carefully put the knife under the middle of the leaf and gently lift it onto the cushion, in doing which you encounter the risk of disturbing the leaf with the knife or letting it fall off as it is carried to the cushion, and in putting it off the knife it will fall in creases and folds which are troublesome to lay smooth, and if the hole is not used the remainder will most probably be wasted. When, however, practice has given dexterity in the management of the leaf gold, the use of the cushion is decidedly preferable. I shall now leave you to proceed with your own drawing, and at the next lesson I shall gild the ground and the raised work. End of section 9